Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. I suspect residential values will fall some more because affordability, whilst it's stretched, probably is gonna get more stretched because more people are gonna come off their fixed rates. Hello, welcome back to the Commercial Property Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Alexander, and today I'm with Mark Homer. Thank you so much, Mark. And in your studios as well. Indeed. I have spent um, a few hours getting down here from Scotland, <laughs> but it's an absolute pleasure to be here, and I really have so much to ask you, but one of the things I want to dive straight into is the current economic situation. So maybe I could just ask you a couple of questions on your thoughts about where things are going, where we're at right now, and I guess from investors' point of view, what people should be doing. You know, we, we should probably have been in recession by now, yeah. um, but obviously that's not happened. It's just another example of how hard it is to predict this stuff. Uh, I don't think the Bank of England know what's about to happen, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the short term with any certainty. Um, so how any of the rest of us are supposed to know, I've no idea, because obviously they've got reams of data and surveys and all sorts that goes on. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, the big big shift is obviously interest rates. So inflation went sky high um, and it's coming back. Um, It's probably by the spring, I imagine it will be, it's not going to be back to 2%, but it will be down to a level where we're probably not going to be talking about it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the way in which they've got it down is by putting interest rates up. So base rate, as we know, has gone from, say, half a percent to 5.25%, which is a massive increase. It's it's more than a thousand percent. So, you know, I had a message from an investor just this week. He's a pal. He's, he's got plenty of properties locally. And and, um, and he just said to me, mate, my, my mortgage payments have just tripled because um, he's on interest only. Um, and he's just, you know, one of uh, stacks of people across the country um, who are experiencing something similar. And, and most of them are actually homeowners. Yeah. Um, but most of those homeowners are still on fixed rates, or should I say about half of them are still on fixed rates. About 110,000 a month are coming off their fixed rates. So they're feeling that affordability sort of payment shock, but there's still about half to go because most people sign up for a two, three, five year fixed rate and interest rates haven't been that high for more than, I don't know, a couple of years. I can't remember exactly when they started going up. We were one of the first, by the way. Bank of England did start raising even before the the US Fed, but they probably didn't go um, hard enough, early enough, uh, which is one of the reasons uh, our our inflation hasn't come back. Uh, Our inflation rate hasn't come back as quickly. So some of the pain's already been felt, but plenty of it hasn't. And of course, somebody might come off their fixed rate this month, but then it might take another 
three, six, nine months for them to actually feel like actually I haven't got enough money to go on holiday or yep. I haven't got enough money to buy that car, which is of course what then stifles economic growth uh, and in the end put, can put the company uh, the country into recession. So uh, I think there's more to come. A lot of those people are still um, on fixed rates. Car finance is another one. Um, you know, we were financing car. We've got a, a car that's financed there at I think about four percent, something like that. Uh, that was on a fixed rate. I think it was three or four years. Uh, if you go and finance that car today, it's eleven or twelve percent, um, which is um, quite different. Um, you know, that's that's triple the rate. It's, it's taking it, things. It takes time for all this to work through. It takes right? time. So, if, in terms of the housing market, yeah, those that are considering moving and realizing hold on a minute i can't yeah. actually afford to do this yeah. so there's still a restriction i guess moving forward on probably coming to the market unless people are in a situation where they can't afford it anymore i think so um the transmission mechanism between um the monetary policy committee at the bank of england when they increase interest rates that used to transmit yeah. into the economy much quicker in the in the sort of late 80s, early 90s, you know, when interest rates went nuts, um, you know, and I don't know, base rate went to over 15% very quickly, it transmitted into people's affordability much quicker because so, um, so many, so, so few of them in comparison to now were yeah. on fixed rate mortgages. So it's taking more time than it did last time. What, yeah. What do you think it's going to do to GDP? Uh, well, GDP is probably just just above yeah. zero it's just just sort of bumbling along i don't know i suppose my my best guess is it, it it just bumbles along where it is because no one really knows do they you know if you talk to most people i don't know a year 18 months ago including myself you know you could see what happened to inflation you could see what was going to happen to base i, I went and fixed a load of stuff um we did two big fixes um, for more than 10 years, which I'm, or 10, and one was 12 years, which I'm so pleased about. Um, it was bloody obvious what was about to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was sure that, you know, demand would fall off a cliff and, and GDP w would come down and therefore we'd be in recession, but we're not. We're not. Um, we? And like you say, there's too much money sloshing around. I, they printed a hell of a lot of money. Um, you know, there were furlough went on and on and on um you know and, and and rates stayed very low for a long time so and a lot of the money they spent this time went into people's pockets into the real economy rather than to the banks so is it, is it fair to say actually that during this period there's a good chance that the that whole thing about the haves and have nots is yeah. going to be much more acute because there are those when we went into the last recession right yeah there was no money that was the problem there was just no money around Whereas this time round, or maybe we're in a recession, we don't know, or whatever, yeah. but this economic situation right now, there are those with quite a bit of money because yeah. of what we just talked about, but there are also those that are going to be in pain because they didn't. Yeah. And it just seems that there will be a bit of a widening of that gap. I don't know. Um, I, I'm always a bit cautious about the newspapers, the media, especially politicians, love to say that every time there's a recession, all oh, the rich will get richer, the poor will get poorer. Yeah. And it's it's something that lots of people love to hear. And um, I'd love to see the evidence to support that, you know. <laughs> um, it's a popular sort of thing to say, but I'm not... Uh, no, I probably haven't 
thought about it enough, but um, no, I, I can't see necessarily yeah. that either way would. It's, it's yeah. funny though, isn't it? Because the, the circumstances, we look at these things and say, well, history's repeating itself. Yeah. And the circumstances <laughs> are always different each yeah. time, aren't they? But maybe the results are the same, I guess. Maybe. Um, oh, you know, you could say this time the government piled a load of money into furlough. They were, you know, sort of the workers, you know, and, yeah. and, and people yeah. sort of on salaries. Um, they they gave lots of self-employed people who were earning less than 50 grand a big lump sum yeah. or, or lots of money through the pandemic. Um, you know, they gave um, lo- lo- loads of other sort of, you know, payments to you know, say smaller businesses, um, you know, if you think, you know, if I just think from my point of view, personally, I got nothing, you know, I didn't get any, um, it wasn't supported in terms of my, I don't know, self-employment. You didn't go uh, on furlough, Mark. <laughs> couldn't go on furlough. Um, didn't didn't get any payments, in, yeah. you know, in terms of um, self-employment. I can't remember what the term was, but, you know, if you're self-employed, you've got a lump. Um, Yes, we were able to borrow money that needed paying back. Um, so I don't know that that sort of goes against that argument, doesn't it? Um, if, if if you know if there's some evidence presented, that that, that would be great. But um, I just think politicians love to say that sure. because the masses love to hear that. Yeah. And um, I'm not I'm not sure it's necessarily yeah. the case. That's yeah. Good. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how it all plays out. Yeah. What do you think? Just on the last part here, then, in, in terms of investors looking forward, yeah. What should they be doing right now? Well, um, prices have fallen, you know, residential's probably fallen in this area, maybe about 15%. Um, So if you went across the country, I imagine a lot of areas would be similar. I know the newspapers are saying, oh, it's only five or whatever, but if you want to get a deal done, that's how much cheaper they are now. Um, A lot of the sort of indices are lagged, you know, so, uh, you know, nationwide Halifax definitely lagged. Um, you know, and, and if you even ONS and Lamb Registry, they're, they're lagged as well. So I think that will catch up, but I suspect residential values will fall some more for the reasons we mentioned yep. earlier. Because affordability, whilst it's stretched, it probably is going to get more stretched because more people are going to come off the fixed rates. Although wages are rising, wages have probably risen seven or eight yep. percent the last year. Um, If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. So uh, industrial uh, had a, a very very strong run. Uh, it, it went nuts. Um, I mean the big the big sheds, especially the sort of Amazon sheds, the big distribution hubs, 
Um, you know, on long leases, they were down at three and a half, yeah, three and yeah. three seventy-five. You know, in terms of yield, and to me, it was nuts. You know, it was absolutely nuts. Those sorts of um, buildings, they've probably dropped a third. They're probably 30, 40% drop capital value. So predictable, um, you know, as interest rates have increased. Um, the smaller sheds, um, you know, ha have also dropped. Um, I don't know, less so, but I'm sure they're off 10% um, at least. Uh, they also went nuts, you know, and, and of course there has been a technological shift. Yeah. You know, lots of businesses have come off the high street. They've gone onto the industrial estates to then deliver all of this sort of internet type ordered goods, uh, last mile delivery and all that sort of stuff. So yes, there's been a big story behind that. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm usually the contrarian. I usually don't like those markets because um, I just feel like they're pumped. I'm not saying there isn't more to go with that. Of course there is. You know, the friends I've got with industrial, they say there's massive demand and, and they're letting them. So I don't think there's an oversupply. Um, but, you know, I've much preferred retail and sort of unloved stuff. You know, we can buy, um, I'll, t I'll talk about deals in a minute, but we bought a building recently right in the, the, the best, the square in the middle of Peterborough. So the, the best bit. It was the same per square foot as one of those industrial units yeah. on the air. I, I just... It's gone too far, it's nuts. Um, so they've dropped. Um, the retail probably has come off a little bit more. It came Although, off sooner, it came off sooner yeah, because it COVID did. had the effect. Absolutely, the that, that's exactly it. So, you know, obviously you had the credit crunch. Through COVID, it was hit really hard. I'd say from probably 08 to, I don't know, now that the rents are probably halved and I don't know, the capital values of They've, they've over more than halved, I would say. Um, so you're right. It, it was during COVID that the retail dropped. I'm not sure that rates have pushed the value of retail down right. that much. I think the industrial's really it so smashed and it's catching up. But the retail had been on its knees already. Yeah. So it was the stuff to buy and it still is. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. There are definitely some opportunities of retail yeah. because that other market's so overheated, you know, the industrial, but it's finding the right location yeah. that allows you to do that kind of yes. activity. Yeah, yeah. Retail, you know? yeah. So just in terms of investors looking forward, yeah. back to that for a second, yeah. um, is it a time to be out looking? Is it a time to be sitting on your hands doing nothing? What's, yeah. what's your thoughts? I, I, you know, I'm out looking. Uh, I think it is a good time to be out looking. I think not all values, maybe industrial, well, who knows, um, but, you know, Definitely with residential. I think there's, you know, they're going to come down a little yeah. bit more. But I think now's the time to be out there um, viewing, building relationships with agents, um, leafleting campaigns, whatever ever it is you do. Um, because I suspect that next year will be the cheapest time to buy, you know, for, for many, many years. Um, you know, it, it yeah, you. Next, I think next year the deals you'll do next year will be, I imagine the the, the best deal. You'll look back on them in ten years and go, that was so cheap. How um, long do you think? So much speculation is. How yeah. long do you think that window will be open? I it's just it's so hard to say. I mean, if I just think back last time, um, was your crystal ball, Mark? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, all I can do is go backwards. So. Uh, the past is usually the best guide to yeah. the future. So um, March 08 was 
was really yeah. the pit for me. So the stock market was, I don't know, it's back to 3,000, 3,300. Um, residential values, if you wanted to get something done, that that was probably the low point. Um, I actually bought, I started going into commercial and buying buildings to convert. Um, and that was also led by permitted development rights, which came a bit later. But I actually probably did my best deals in 2010. Yeah. It was probably a year out. Once, uh, you know, maybe vendors had just accepted that those were the prices and, you know, they'd, they'd had long enough in the market to see that prices had fallen and they weren't coming back. The market didn't really get going around here until 2012, 13. So about um, almost four years. Yeah. Yeah. Now it was different. It, it got different ingredients. So the different. Sure. you ended up with a different cake. You know, there wasn't much money around. Banks weren't lending. And I think, yes, banks maybe have backed off a little bit this time, but it's nothing like 08. They've got money in their lending. Um, so maybe it doesn't last as long. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's difficult to know. I mean, I viewed about 20 auction properties, little just little terraced houses. Uh, two, three weeks ago, because I wanted to sort of get back into the market. Um, and I couldn't really, you know, the, the, they were all about 15% off way, where they would have been a couple of years ago. Um, but they weren't cheap enough. So they were sold. They all sold. Yeah. I was hoping that some so, wouldn't, and I'd you know, pick them up after auction. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there were plenty of people viewing, yeah. um, you know, and it always puts me off. Pl plenty of people turning up, plenty of people viewing. So I don't know, it may not, it, it, well, it probably won't get, it, in fact, it, it's, it's unlikely to get as bad as it did in 08 um, for those reasons. But, you know, those people that are leveraged up, it, it's, it's got to get worse, hasn't it? It's got to get worse because interest rates dropped yep. in 08, 09. This time, they've gone up a thousand percent. So uh, it probably is a game of two halves. The ones that are, are leveraged, it's going to be tougher for. Those that aren't and have got cash then, Better time. I think I think that's the I think that's the light scenario. Interesting about two thousand eight, <clears throat> we um, we were buying commercial during that period, and I felt the lag was about till two thousand thirteen. We bought a building in yeah. two thousand thirteen, that was a result of the recession. It's yeah. just it was sitting with receivers yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. eventually it played out in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure it'll be that long this time. No, but it, it probably won't. No. But like you say, it's definitely time to be looking. Yeah. I get frustrated when people say to me, oh, I'm going to get started next quarter. Yeah. You're like, uh, yeah. yeah. Now's too the late time. now. Yeah. <laughs> you should have started six months ago. Yeah. Now's the time. Um, yeah. You need to be out, uh, you know, yeah, finding stuff. It's not, I mean, I've mentioned car finance and I've mentioned people's mortgages. There are also a lot of businesses with a lot of debt. Mm -hmm. And quite a lot of that debt is either fixed rate or they've sort of tread water for a while, uh, maybe hoping that interest rates are going to drop. Now, in the last few months, especially the last few weeks, it's become more and more obvious that interest rates are not suddenly going to come off a cliff. Well, things change and obviously we can't sort of predict with certainty, but it's unlikely. You know, the, yep. the, the, the bond markets are all indicating that this goes on for a while and that's if, only that, sorry go on yeah Mario. if it goes on for a while um you know and and companies people homeowners people you know consumers buying cars and other things if if they're stuck with this debt and you know it's costing them a lot more they're they're a lot less likely to to upgrade hire staff all the rest of it um 
and this does then go on longer it's in terms slow, of yeah. yeah a slow recovery. Just, just uh, you mentioned yeah. the bond market. Yeah. So what's been interesting is to see how much things are being influenced by conversations. Yeah. Um, because the bond market wasn't too bad. Yeah. Maybe a month or so ago. Yeah. But now it's yeah. really changed. And, the, and the, the thirty year. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, right, what's yeah. what's happened now? What somebody yeah. said. Yeah. And you know, the other part we've only spoken about is the energy market and yeah. how that also gets really affected by yeah. little things. So the Australians going on strike, you know, and they do in terms of the gas production. Yeah. And Australia does ten percent yeah. of the world's gas liquefied gas. And they're threatening to go on strike, so all prices spike by fifteen yeah. percent. And it's just yeah. at the moment everything seems to be on edge. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, there's Ukraine. Obviously, it's just kicking off in um, um, Israel and Palestine and Gaza again. Um, there's a lot going on. I think you know, gas and electric retail prices in this in this country tripled. Um, you know, when Putin pressed the button. Um, and now they're probably back to something like double what they were yeah. in 2019, which, whilst it's annoying, it's more manageable. Yeah. Um, I don't know when they go, but they probably never go back down to where they will. Really but, right but maybe they've got further to fall um, once things calm down a little bit more. Um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of wheels moving. We've got an election next year. Um, there's loads of stuff going on, yeah. It's, it, during all the different things that have been happening, mm. our customers still buying, they're still working, so a lot of our commercial customers are still carrying on business as usual. It's almost like they're trying to ignore yeah. all the stuff that's going on. And yeah. it's interesting just watching the indicators fire around everywhere. But ultimately, I think we've just got to keep our hat on, yeah. keep looking, right, and be ready for when those deals come out. But if you're not out there checking out the market and understanding what's going on under the skin, you're never going to actually be able to spot an opportunity when it comes up. There's always deals out there, um, even you know in a, a really frothy market. It's just how hard you look, how many people you yeah. talk to, how many agents you've got on the go. Uh, I have to remind myself of that because you know I'll, I will get caught up in, oh, the market's really frothy, I'm going to do nothing. Or like, you know, I, I sort of forced myself to go and view those yeah. 20 properties and get back in again uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, you know, you just get a, I get a feeling in my stomach. I see loads of people viewing, sort of, you know, all the properties sell. It really, you know, the, they were bidding and bidding and bidding and bidding. You know, there were loads of them involved. And then another one comes in and another one. I, I did it all online. but. <laughs> I just thought, man, this is, I don't like this. I like it when they all disappear, you know. <laughs>